Praise the Lord. This is Psalm for the Day, coming to you from the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Central Parish, Abuja. We give glory to the living God for His word that has been coming to us from time to time, every morning. This 10-minute exhortation has performed several wonders in several lives. And may I tell you that yours also will be part of it. Our Psalm for the Day is Psalm 28, verse 1 to 9. Psalm 28, verse 1 to 9. Unto thee will I cry, O Lord, my rock, be not silent to me, lest if thou be silent to me, I become like them that go down into the pit. Hear the voice of my supplications when I cry unto thee, when I lift up my hands towards thy holy oracle. Draw me not away with the wicked and with the workers of iniquity, which speak peace. To their neighbors, but mischief is in their hearts. Give them according to their deeds and according to the wickedness of their endeavors. Give them after the work of their hands. Render to them their, their desires. Because they regard not the works of the Lord, nor the operation of his hands. He shall destroy them and not build them up. Blessed be the Lord, because he has heard the voice of my supplications. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I'm helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song will I praise him. The Lord is their strength, and he is the saving strength of his anointed. Save the people and bless thy inheritance. Feed them also and lift them up forever. Hallelujah. Glory be to the Lord of heaven. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiceth, and with my song will I praise him. That's Psalm 28, verse 7. Psalm 28, verse 7. Why can I trust the Lord? Why can I trust the Lord? I can trust him because of his strength. Psalm 24, verse 8 tells me, Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. I can trust him because of his strength. This God is strong. This God is mighty. He's not just strong and mighty. His might has been tested in battles. He's mighty in battle. So I have a good news for somebody. Good news for somebody who is listening to this word of life at this point in time. Remember yesterday we were talking about trust. And today we are asking, why should I trust the Lord? You can trust him because of his strength. He is this Lord strong and mighty. He is the Lord strong and mighty in battle. Why can I trust the Lord? I can trust him because he can protect. He can shield me. He can protect you. He can shield you. Psalm 71, verse 3. Psalm 71, verse 3 says, Be thou my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given me commandment to save me, for thou art my rock, my fortress. Oh, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for that promise of yours. 
be thou my strong habitation. This God can protect you. He can shield you from the evil one. If you don't trust me, or if you don't believe what I'm saying, I want you to ask David. There was a certain day in 1 Samuel chapter 24, verse 1 to 4. 1 Samuel chapter 24 from verse 1 to 4. It came to pass when Saul was returned from following the Philistines, that it was told him. Oh, they told him, they said, say, they said Behold, David is in the wilderness of Engedi. Hmm. Then Saul took 3,000 chosen men out of all Israel and went to seek David and his men upon the rocks of the wild goats. Verse 3. And he came to the sheep goats. By the way, where was a cave? And Saul went in to cover his feet. And David and his men remained in the sides of the cave. And the men of David said unto him, Behold, the day of which the Lord said unto thee, Behold, I will deliver thy enemy into thy hand, that thou mayest do to him as it shall seem good unto thee. <laughs> then David arose and cut off the skirt of Saul's robe privily. This is a very beautiful story. David and his men, they were already in the cave. And you know, those who were already in the cave, they had an advantage over those who were just coming in. Because for those who are coming in, everywhere will be dark. But those who were already in the cave, their eyes were already accustomed to the cave. So they could see clearly. They could see those who were their enemies. All David had to do was to give instruction and they would have killed all the people that entered into that cave with him on that day, including Saul himself. But David didn't do that. David was an anointed man of God and he understood anointing. And that's because the Bible says, touch not my anointed. Do my prophets no harm. David understood that. And he had made up his mind, I will not put my hands upon the anointed one. You've got to understand that. <laughs> if you are wise, don't put your hands upon the anointed one. Well, can I trust the Lord? I can trust him because he can protect me. He protected David. He shielded him from his adversary. David and his men, they were able to live that cave alive because the Lord was their shield. Why should I trust the Lord? How am I sure that I can trust him? Why should I put my trust in him? Because of, his, of the past testimonies. Here, the psalmist was saying, I have helped. He has helped me before. If God has helped you before, then you can be sure that he will help you again. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 to 27. 2 Corinthians 11, 23 to 27. There we could see Paul telling us about all that he had gone through. He revealed to us that he was in labors more than others. He was, he was more abundant in labors than all the other apostles. In stripes above measure. In prisons very often. In deaths, very, many times. Instead of the Jews, five times received I 40 stripes. That is 39 stripes. Five times. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once was I stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and day I've been in the deep. In journeys hovel. In perils of waters. In perils of robbers. In perils by my own countrymen. In perils by the hidden. In Paris, in the city, in Paris, in the wilderness, 
in Paris. Oh, this fellow had a lot to say. He had suffered a lot. And what is it that Apostle Paul wanted us to bear in mind in this particular situation? He was giving testimonies. He wasn't complaining. He was revealing to us, these are the things that are passed through. If I pass through all this and I'm still here, I'm still talking to you, then you can put your trust in God. You have testimonies, my brother. You have testimonies, my sister. And I want you to hold on to your testimonies. I have been helped. I will be helped again. That is our testimony. It doesn't matter what is surrounding you at this point in time. You must be, you must be well assured that the living God has not left you alone. The testimonies of the past is an assurance that it will give us fresh testimonies again. I have a good news for you. Just as Apostle Paul was able to tell us all that he has suffered, and yet he was still alive to fulfill destiny. Two-thirds of the book of New Testament was written by this man. He wrote several books. The book of Romans, the book of 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, 1 uh, Colossians, Philippians, of First um, Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians, or oh, anon, anon, anon. Just one person. He wrote several books of the New Testament because he had testimony. You also, you will have testimony. I pray, Heavenly Father, for all these children who are listening this, to this word this day, you will give them testimony. You can be trusted. You have fought for us before, although you will fight for us again. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.